Next on the 5 O'Clock Report. Well, they're breathing harder, they're breathing faster. Uh, it's stressful. We are seeing our ICU being overwhelmed. We're going to have judgment on Nancy Pelosi and the entire committee. Now, let's go to the newsroom. America's newest health threat. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. It's called RSV, short for respiratory syncytia virus. Think of it as the common cold on steroids, and it's quickly becoming a big health problem across America. Young kids and older adults the most vulnerable. It's usually an early winter problem, but it's already showing up with worrisome frequency in many states. Initial symptoms resemble those of the flu or COVID. How can you tell if your kid's got it? Well, they're breathing harder, they're breathing faster, their head bobbing, they're kind of moving their head back and forth, and they're making a grunting noise. That's when we wanted to take some more action. Dr. Daniel Guzman, this mom, like many of us, finds it all a bit overwhelming. Um, It's very hard to think about all of the crazy germs that's everywhere. Uh, It's stressful. It's just stressful. I think for a lot of us parents, we worry about the world shutting down again. Western New York isn't immune to RSV. We are seeing our ICU being um, overwhelmed. That's Dr. Steven Turkovich at Buffalo's Oshai Children's Hospital. He tells WKBW some pandemic-related factors are at play here. Without having had RSV around um, since uh, early 2020, uh, we've got now two years' worth of children um, who don't have any immunity. We also have a return to normalcy. So people aren't masking, people are not social distancing, people are gathering. He says that's the perfect storm for a virus like RSV to spread. Like COVID, it's diagnosed with a nose swab culture. RSV tends to cause mild cold-like symptoms most of the time, but people with weaker lungs like infants and older adults can develop severe infections such as pneumonia. Those can sometimes prove fatal. Now to politics. Former President Trump being called to testify before Congress. The House committee investigating last year's Capitol attack made it official today, issuing a subpoena for him to provide relevant documents and appear before the panel after the midterm elections in November. No reaction from Trump yet. But his former advisor, Steve Bannon, had plenty to say today. That after being sentenced to four months behind bars for contempt of Congress, specifically that January 6th committee. Bannon still has nothing but contempt for that panel. On November 8th, there's going to have judgment on the illegitimate Biden regime and quite frankly, and quite frankly, Nancy Pelosi and the entire committee. Bannon reigns free pending his appeal of today's sentence. A big question for pro-lifers. Can President Biden actually make good on his threat to use Congress to codify the Roe versus Wade decision that was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court? At a fundraiser in Philadelphia, Mr. Biden said Democrats actually need 53 Senate votes to get his agenda through by overcoming objections to busting the filibuster. To obtain a 53-seat Senate majority, Democrats would essentially have to run the table, hold on to their seats in Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona, and pick up Republican-held seats in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and either Ohio or Florida. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. There's a shortage of poll workers. That's a nationwide problem, and in Pennsylvania's largest city, it's at least partly a matter of safety concerns. A dramatic step here in the city of Brotherly Love, installing bulletproof glass at the place where they actually count the ballots on election night. Another example of the kinds of threats that workers are facing across the country at the polls, and with just 18 days to go, cities like Philadelphia are still looking for people to step up. At O'Keefe in Philadelphia, the FBI is out with a warning today that foreign hackers may target American organizations leading up to the midterm elections. The Bureau says a group tied to the Iranian government is a threat to the country because it's currently active again. American organizations could be the target. President Biden says millions
millions of Americans are set to benefit from his student loan forgiveness plan. Earn under 125 grand, you get up to $10,000 knocked off the debt, and if you earn under 125 grand, you receive a Pell Grant, you get a 20,000 bucks knocked off. Speaking at Delaware State University this afternoon, Biden said working folks and those in the middle class will see the most benefit from having that debt forgiven. Biden says Republicans are wrong and hypocritical for opposing it. Now to Ukraine, where the worry is the cold, with Russian drone and missile attacks crippling the nation's power grid as winter weather closes in. The mayor of Kiev says they're doing their best to prep the populace. He said that they're making preparations for a worst-case scenario. Um, he wouldn't tell me what that worst-case scenario was, but he said that one of the preparations was creating these kind of communal spaces with heating, with basic facilities, so that if people had to leave their homes uh, because they don't have facilities there, they, they can gather there. CBS's Holly Williams today. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin made contact with his Russian counterpart for the first time in a while as the Russian invasion hits month number nine. The Pentagon says Austin emphasized the importance of maintaining lines of communication. The White House confirms Russia is using Iranian drones to attack Ukraine. Overnight, new strikes into Ukraine. Moscow launching fresh attacks in Zaporizhia and Kharkiv. After 10 days of steady bombardment, Ukraine's energy infrastructure is literally being blown apart. NBC's Cal Perry, that claim from the White House today, despite denials from both Russia and Iran. The IRS raising the limit for contributing to your 401k and other retirement plans. The 2023 increase is a record amount with a $22,500 limit into 401ks. That's 2000 more than the current cap. Some of your tax dollars are apparently paying for drag shows in Ecuador. Michael Harrington explains. Fox News reports that the State Department has awarded $20,000 for a cultural center in that South American country to host what the department calls drag theater performances. The nonprofit organization getting the cash is supported by the U.S. Embassy in Ecuador under its mandate to, quote, promote diversity and inclusion. The project being funded by American taxpayers will include three workshops and 12 drag performances. Michael Harrington. Tom Brady says he's sorry. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback spoke on Thursday about a statement he made on the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. On that program, Brady compared the football season to being deployed in the military. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a federal judge blocks New York's ban on guns in church. A PA school district arms itself against school shooters and some rural Pennsylvanians in line to get high-speed broadband. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Tonight will turn out clear and calm. Low temperatures, mid-30s to the mid-40s. It's a beauty tomorrow, bright and sunny and warmer than recent days with high temperatures in the mid-60s to near 70. Sunday, mostly sunny in western New York and western Pennsylvania. More in the way of clouds, central New York, and turning out mostly cloudy in eastern Pennsylvania. High temperatures Sunday in the 60s to near 70. There'll be a few showers Sunday night across far eastern Pennsylvania. Thank you, Kevin. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania, a federal judge blocking the state of New York from banning guns in church. U.S. District Judge John Sinatra on Thursday issued a temporary restraining order against a New York law that forbids guns in places of worship. Last week, two church leaders sued the state, saying the law ran counter to the gun rights spelled out in the Second Amendment. The judge cited a Supreme Court decision from last June that struck down New York's previous gun law, which barred people from carrying a handgun in public. I'm Trey Thomas. New York State is honoring the victims killed in that mass shooting at the top supermarket in Buffalo. Governor Hochul establishing the May 14th commission to charter a physical memorial to honor the 10 black residents who were killed that day. We want to do something where people remember 
a place to come and reflect, a place to honor, and a place to say never again. Garnell Whitfield lost his mother in that shooting and says all of the victims' families will never be the same. We will forever miss them and honor their legacy by what we do going forward. The governor says the commission will oversee acquiring land, charting community and family engagement plans, designing that memorial, fundraising, and then maintaining the area. The Federal Trade Commission criticizing a proposal that would lead to a merger between SUNY Upstate Medical University and Krauss Health. That agency believes the partnership would lead to less pay for employees, higher patient costs, and also negatively impact the quality of care that people get. The FTC is now requesting the state health department to deny that merger plan. In a statement, Upstate officials said they think this collaboration is important to the future of health care in the Syracuse region. The historic IBM Country Club in the Broome County town of Union is being torn down finally. Built in the 1920s during IBM's glory days, the club was a memorable venue for decades before falling into disrepair. Town of Union Supervisor Rick Matarese. We have great memories of this piece of land when it was in its heyday, but it hasn't been in its heyday for quite a while. So the Town of Union is pleased to see this blighted area given new life. That new life expected to be affordable housing units built on that site. New York ranks tops when it comes to the lowest home ownership rates in the nation. State Comptroller Thomas DiNapoli's new report shows just over half of New York residents owned a home in the second quarter of this year, compared to two-thirds nationwide. DiNapoli says multifamily housing in New York City pulls the numbers down, though homeownership rates were greater in upstate New York. A recent Association of Realtors report notes mortgage interest rates are more than 6% in September for the first time since 2008. Tracy Lynn, Family Life News. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Now to Pennsylvania, a sign of the times in Pittston, where the school district has purchased AR-15 rifles and shotguns for its school resource officers to be stored in school safes for quick access in case of a school shooter situation. Unfortunately, in the world that we live in, school shootings happen all the time. You never know when, and time is of the essence. That's school superintendent Kevin Booth's school resource officer Tom Kelly tells WNEP. It's uh, evil necessity that has to be in the school, but it's also something that we need. So, I mean, it's here. Hopefully I never open the safe. I never need to open the safe other than qualify with it. But if we do need it, it's good to know that it's, it's in the building. Each of these district's four schools will have one set of those weapons stored in a safe in the building. President Biden campaigning yesterday in Pittsburgh, PA, of course, touting his bipartisan infrastructure law while hoping to boost support for Senate candidate John Fetterman. Pennsylvania has been able to repair Fern Hollow Bridge in less than a year. And by Christmas, God willing... I'm coming back to walk over to sucker. That bridge collapsed in January. Last night, Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton spoke up for Fetterman's GOP opponent, Mehmet Oz, who aims to use Pennsylvania's natural resources more effectively. To care about supporting our friends and partners around the world. Wouldn't it be better if our friends in Europe had Pennsylvania gas as opposed to Russian gas? At a York PA event, Oz also spoke out against the Democratic nominee. When John Fetterman says he wants to legalize all drugs, decriminalize all drugs, when he wants to create heroin injection sites, and no one wants it in their neighborhood because they know it brings crime, it's devastating to communities. Republican National Committee Chair Michael Steele says Oz is closing the gap in PA. Politically, the damage has not been done because of health. The damage has been done because Oz has made an effective case around crime. Fetterman off the campaign trail earlier this year after suffering a stroke. Biden speaking yesterday at a fundraiser forum said Oz is undoing everything that Democrats have done. Oz and Fetterman take to the debate stage on Tuesday night.
Some rural Pennsylvanians are getting high-speed broadband service. Gene Shearer is a vice president with the broadband provider, Kinetic. From an economic development standpoint, it's everything from being able to access sales for Christmas gifts, home property values go up. When kids graduate from college, they stay locally because they have Internet access. We have customers that work in New York City and have their jobs in our rural communities because of our fiber. Elk County officials say over 10,000 homes there will be eligible for these service in areas such as Johnsonburg, Ridgeway, St. Mary's, part of a $2 billion investment by Kinetic into rural broadband. And a whole new experience is coming to western Pennsylvania this weekend. Many of us find it hard to turn down sugary dough and deep-fried treats. Well, this weekend, you don't have to, as Donut Fest, the longest-running celebration of donuts in the world, makes its way to western Pennsylvania for the first time. Being held in Pittsburgh on Saturday, Donut Fest will feature baked goods from nearly a dozen local bakeries that will face off for the title of Best Donut in Pittsburgh. In keeping with Donut Fest's ultimate goal, a portion of the proceeds will benefit the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. In the 10 years it has existed, Donut Fest has raised over $40,000 for local charity partners. The event has been so popular that tickets have reportedly been sold out for weeks. Well, if you didn't get one, don't be jelly of those that did. There's always next year. Brian Query, Family Life News. Your, night, your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. It was a big rally to close out a winning week for stocks today. News driving the buying today on Wall Street appeared to be a report stating that some federal officials are concerned about the effects of aggressive rate hikes, leading to speculation that the Federal Reserve may pivot its policy sooner than expected. In addition to surging stocks, bond yields came off their historic highs during afternoon trading. Social media site Snapchat reported earnings yesterday, and despite reporting numbers generally in line with estimates, stocks plunged 28% and pulled down other internet ad revenue-driven companies today, including Google parent Alphabet and Facebook parent Meta. Oil relatively flat at $85 a barrel. The Dow rose 748 points today, the S&P 500 adding 86, and the Nasdaq tacking on 244. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. In times of high inflation, it's important to fight back and find ways to stretch your budget further. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Money Wise Minute. Saving a dollar here and there is great. It all adds up, but you may need inflation fighters that give bigger, quicker results. If you're in debt, get out of it as quickly as you can. Stop using credit cards and pay down what you owe using the snowball method. The interest you save can go back into your budget. You can also try to make more. Take a side job or put in extra hours at work. If you work just 10 more hours a week at $12 an hour, it adds up to more than $6,000 a year, more than wiping out the effects of inflation. Those are two big-time inflation fighters. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use MoneyWise app. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store or learn more at moneywise.org. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, at 2 Brute, a very happy dog tale straight ahead. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. We've made it to the weekend. It looks like a beauty, by and large, across the area with a big change in the jet stream flow. 
tonight will turn out clear and calm, and for most, not as chilly as last night. Low temperatures, mid-30s to the mid-40s. It's a beauty tomorrow, bright and sunny. High temperatures in the mid-60s to near 70. And on Sunday, mostly sunny in western New York and western Pennsylvania. We're in the way of clouds, central New York, and turning out mostly cloudy in eastern Pennsylvania. High temperatures Sunday in the 60s to near 70. There'll be a few showers Sunday night across far eastern Pennsylvania. Thanks, Kevin. Finally at 5, Family Life's Brandon Dixon now with the heartwarming, tail-wagging story of Brutus, a southern-tier dog who, if he could talk, would have quite a tale to tell. Brutus, the deer-sized dog, went missing over a year ago from his home in Woodall. 14 months later, he's been found in Allegheny County. Owners Dan and Susie Clark say Brutus blew through a fence last July after being frightened by fireworks at their alpaca farm. They spread the word about their missing dog on social media, and last month, a Good Samaritan spotted Brutus in the town of Angelica, more than 40 miles away. The dog was malnourished and infected with fleas when it was turned over to the Hornell Humane Society. That's where the Clarks were eventually reunited with their beloved Brutus. They say the power of social media is what got him home. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. All right, welcome home, big guy. That's the world we live in for Friday, October 21st, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. Have a blessed weekend. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.